Welcome to the Carrots and Cake Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Hopper, an FDN practitioner, author, mom, and IBD advocate. Tune in each week for real-life advice and strategies for becoming your happiest and healthiest self, all while thriving in the gray area. Trust me when I say, you can have your carrots and cake too. Hey guys, good morning. Happy Monday. Welcome to this next edition of the Carrots and Cake Ice Coffee Date. Um, I have Mr. Murphy here keeping me company. I'm not sure if you can see him. I just think it's so funny that he always comes over for this. Just wants, wants attention, wants my love. They're just little love vessels. They take your love and then they give you your love or give you their love back, right? In, out. He's just staring at me. Um, but anyways, happy mother or happy Mother's Day. <laughs> happy Mother's Day um, to all the mothers. Um, I hope you had a lovely day yesterday. Um, ours was great. I mean, in fact, the whole weekend was awesome. It's just starting to get a lot more normal around here. Um, so we went to a birthday party on a Saturday. Nobody was wearing masks. We, got, we were able to give people hugs. Um, it just felt like very normal, so it was, it was awesome. The mask mandate um, outdoors is no longer, so just wanted to give you guys a heads up, just, just to let you know that we're being responsible about what we're doing. Um, but anyway, so that was awesome. It, like, there were people I hadn't seen in probably like a year, so it was just so, so nice to like be around people, have kind of like a normal moment. Um, and then we went and hung out with friends that night and then Mother's Day was awesome. And I was, I must have said, I'm having the best time to Mal and Quinn probably like three times yesterday. I mean, I got to pick what we were gonna do for the day, you know, being Mother's Day and all. Um, so I just had like the best time and it was beautiful yesterday. Um, so we woke up in the morning Mal actually suggested doing a partner workout, which I was like, yeah, we haven't done that in ages. Um, we used to work out together all the time. So we found one on Instagram, did that one together. So that was fun. Um, over and done with in 20 minutes. So quick, quick and sweaty, um, you know, 10 minutes of work each essentially. So it wasn't like a super long workout by any means. Um, showered up real quick. And then we went to Church Street Brewing, grabbed coffee. That is probably my favorite place right now. Um, just because they have really good cold brew, very, very tasty. You can actually buy it in cans, which I should have bought some cans yesterday, but I didn't. I don't even know. Uh, but it's a cool place to hang out. And I actually went there for one of their gluten-free waffles because um, they have these tasty gluten-free waffles. And then they put all sorts of stuff on there, like whipped cream and like Oreos and fruit and like all the good stuff. But the saddest thing happened yesterday. They were out of gluten-free, so we didn't have the waffle there, but I'm definitely gonna go back at some point and get one. Um, but the nice people there recommended a place nearby. It was called Fit Fuel. Um, it's in Canton, um, really liked it. I mean, their menu was awesome. I mean, they had tons of gluten-free, vegan, like healthy stuff. Um, so I ended up getting just like a hummus plate with like some sweet potato chips and stuff. It was kind of basic, but it was just what I wanted that morning. I mean, I just wanted something tasty and easy um, because the main event of Mother's Day was going for a hike at Blue Hills. Um, and like I said, it was a beautiful day. There were so many moms there hiking yesterday. Um, but the cool thing about it was we met um, this woman and her daughter who were hiking. They were super friendly, so we were chatting with them on the hike. Um, but Quinn and the daughter became like pretty good friends. Um, they were both into video games. So they talked about video games for like a good hour of the hike. But I mean, he was just having like such a great time like chatting with her and we were hiking and whatnot. Um, but we made it to the top, which is awesome because we've probably been 
on at least like three or four hikes at Blue Hills and we've like wanted to make it to the top and either like we don't go on the right trail or like Quinn's legs get tired, but we had never made it to the top. So it was just like really nice to actually like do it, <laughs> like make it to the top, like look out, celebrate. Um, it was fun. So that was really good. And then we were starving at that point. We had been hiking for a while. So we went to the river shed, the new river shed in Braintree in the Weymouth Landing. Um, and it was nice. It was really nice. We sat outside, got lunch, just hung out. Um, and then yeah, just came back here and um, did kind of like the Sunday things. <laughs> so even though it was Mother's Day, I was still, you know, cleaning and laundry and all that. But that's the thing, like you can't just like not get ready for the week. I don't know, maybe maybe a lot of moms blew up work yesterday and that's totally fine, totally fine. Um, I did sit on the couch for a good amount of time yesterday <laughs> and I have tons of laundry to do today. So it'll get done, right? It'll get done, not a top priority. But So today we are gonna talk about um, low progesterone. And this is something that I see again and again on Dutch tests and I would say, not every woman has low progesterone, um, but I see it a lot. I would say the majority do, maybe like 75% of women do. And then oftentimes it is tied in with high estrogen. Um, so the estrogen dominance where the estrogen and progesterone are just kind of out of balance, but you'll get all sorts of hormonal symptoms. But I will also see low progesterone and low estrogen together. So it's hard to say, I mean, it just kind of depends, but that low or low progesterone is definitely, definitely common. Um, and it's common in women, especially like as we age, like mid thirties, late thirties, like early forties, um, just because our body is transitioning into perimetopause and the menopause, but like all hormones will slow down. It's just, we see the progesterone slowing down more often. Um, and personally, like I definitely experienced that. Like after I had Quinn, um, my hormones were a mess and that's basically like when I started on this hormone journey, just because like I felt so bad. Like I really felt crazy at times. Like my mental state, my mood was just like not right. And I knew it just wasn't me. Like I remember just being like annoyed with Mal at all times. I would like yell at Murphy for like the dumbest things. I was like, what is up with me? I am like so on edge. I'm so anxious. I had a, like these like insane moods. Like I had like moments of rage and I'm like, this is not me. And it really was because of that low progesterone. Like it just was really, really low after pregnancy. And I just don't think it got back to like normal levels. Um, and that's the thing, like progesterone is kind of like that happy, calming hormone. So when you get, if you've ever had a baby, if you've been pregnant, like that's what they measure to see if like you are pregnant, like progesterone goes up really, really high. And I don't know if you remember like the early days of being pregnant, but like you're really like happy and you're like you're chill and calm you sleep a lot um, progesterone is definitely needed for good quality sleep um, so if you have low levels you're going to experience um, a lot of you know sleep issues mood issues um, like headaches migraines pms symptoms um, spotting between periods heavy periods um, like low body temperature like kind of being cold all the time um, uh, sugar cravings, low libido, um, definitely like the irritability, mood swings, things like that, depression, anxiety, a lot of that stuff. Um, so there's a ton of symptoms, ton of symptoms that go along with low progesterone, but could also be tied to like the high estrogen and that imbalance. So there's a few things going on there. Um, but low progesterone is a real issue for a lot of women. So I did post something in my feed today. So check out that post kind of like sums up the symptoms, like the reasons for low progesterone and then diet and life lifestyle 
um, support for increasing that progesterone. So I'm going to talk about those things um, in this episode, but just wanted to let you know about some of those symptoms. There are quite a few, quite a few. Um, and of course, I love the Dutch test, and that's something that I use with my clients, but that's a way to know for sure if you have low progesterone. I mean, low progesterone is also related to weight gain and weight resistance um, and things like that. So um, definitely, definitely something um, women our age experience, um, myself included. Um, so reasons for low progesterone, I would say number one is stress. And everybody's like, oh yeah, stress. But seriously, like everything, like the root of low progesterone is at stress and it's just stress on the body. Of course, you know, after having a baby, if you're breastfeeding, things like that, progesterone would be low. But if you are outside that window, um, could be um, over-exercising is definitely one that's stress on the body. Um, a super duper low fat diet, if you're somebody who's kind of afraid of fat, um, fat is needed to make cholesterol, which is needed to make all of these awesome Hormones. So if you're eating a low fat diet, that can be really an issue. So low cholesterol is also related. Um, if you're somebody who's had your blood taken and your your doctor is constantly telling you have low cholesterol, could be related to the low progesterone. Um, if you're somebody who has like a really low level of body fat, um, that could relate to um, as far as just stress in the body, um, any sort of like HPA axis dysfunction, adrenal fatigue, again, going back to, to stress, 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 stress. Um, just poor diet and lifestyle is also a stress on the body and then nutrient deficiencies. Um, so magnesium, B6, um, zinc, things like that. Um, and that very much can relate back to gut health and you guys are just like, oh yeah, everything goes back to the gut. Um, but if you're having gut issues or any sort of absorption issues, those nutrient deficiencies can definitely be an issue. Um, and that's where maybe like gluten or other food sensitivities can be roped into this. And not to say that everybody has to give up gluten, but if you are somebody that's dealing with hormonal stuff, thyroid stuff, gut stuff, um, yes, for sure. Um, it can definitely, definitely affect what's going on in your gut. Just like the overall inflammation of your gut. It can also, um, trigger any, like sort of like a, um, hypothyroid um, function and as far as like affecting the uh, thyroid ovarian access um, so it's it's all connected but I'm just just wanted to let you know why I included gluten sensitivity on there because um, it can really really affect your your gut and thyroid and if you have thyroid issues you probably have gut issues they definitely go hand in hand and maybe that's something I talk about on a future episode um, because a ton of our clients have thyroid gut hormone stuff and it's all connected and it's definitely something I talk about with my clients again and again. So um, if you were experiencing this low progesterone, so like what do you do about it? Um, and I would say number one, managing stress and everybody's like oh my god i know um but just identifying what it is addressing what it is obviously it could be physical just what we were talking about diet exercise not sleeping um but it could also be mental emotional stress like if you have a super duper stressful job um if you are in like a terrible relationship or you know you have little kids um that are just stressing you out doing little kid things <laughs> like i know what it's like to have a toddler Oh my God, it's like insanity sometimes. Um, but any sort of stress, financial stress, um, anything like that. So just identifying those things. Um, and I can tell you when I was dealing with like the really low progesterone and like the crazy time in my life, I wasn't sleeping. I was laying in bed, doing mental to-do lists, like not sleeping, worrying about what I had to do the next day. And like, it really just, yeah, it just affected so many different parts of my life. Um, 
So yeah, managing stress for sure. Also making sure you're eating um, healthy fats and that is really, really important. And I've talked about seed cycling a few times, but that's something I recommend to my clients. Um, and it's just important to get those healthy fats in your diet because yeah, if you don't have those fats, you can't make those hormones and then progesterone will remain low. Um, another one is decreasing exercise if you feel like you are over-exercising because again, that is a stress on the body. And I do see that a lot with clients that they're just like crushing workouts, six days a week, Peloton, running, um, all the things, and it's just too much for the body and the progesterone will get lower. And I mean, it's essentially, you know, stressing out your body to a point where the body's saying, you are not healthy enough to have a baby. Um, just putting like the reproductive side of things like on the back burner. So just making sure you're not stressing out your body. And then also, you know, just diet wise, like avoiding like refined sugars, avoiding caffeine, avoiding alcohol, um, potentially avoiding gluten, those things can just all be stress on the body. Um, so again, it's not always a straightforward um, answer. Uh, and that's why we like having the Dutch because we can really see what's going on as far as like the other hormones. Um, because like I mentioned in the beginning, sometimes we see that high estrogen, but sometimes we see low estrogen and low progesterone and low testosterone. So like, it's kind of just figuring out like what the issue is. Um, and sometimes just bringing down that estrogen level um, can help you feel better as far as like that ratio goes. But again, it depends. Like, do you, what, what's going on with your hormones? Um, so again, like that's why I love using the Dutch. It just gives us more direct information as far as what's going on. And I would say the majority of our clients come to us that they want to lose weight or they're having trouble losing weight. Um, and if your hormones are out of whack, it's going to be that much harder to lose weight. Um, so that's why it's nice to do this test and just have that information. Um, and then my job is to make sense of those results and give my clients a protocol to work off of. Um, and it just gives us more of like a direct shot as far as what to do to help you with your fat loss goals. So that's how things work over here. Um, but anyways, I hope you found that helpful. Um, low progesterone is definitely a thing, definitely a thing that a lot of women struggle with, um, clients, myself, um, but it's totally fixable. It just takes, takes time for sure. Um, all right, that's all I got. Happy Monday and I'll talk to you guys soon.